Hi, this is T.C. Freeman, your podcast host and chief instructor for the Remote Pilot Association. Today's topic is going to be ditching your drone on purpose. This is number 006 in our podcast series. I wanted to start this podcast off with a story. We were training some folks at a field. I was a contract instructor for this organization and was able to work with a lot of good people. We're out there flying, had some drones in the air, several drones as a matter of fact, and a helicopter came very low level, about 300 feet across our uh, practice area, just adjacent to it, to the point where it was going to be a conflict. was flying with a gentleman and I told him, chop the power all the way back. Our altitude was about the same as the altitude of the helicopter. And when he chopped the power, he started coming down. There was a tree line on the edge of the field. And he says, oh, I'm in the trees. I said, no, just keep coming down until I tell you to stop. Kept coming down, like I said. The helicopter went on. Little nerve-wracking situation. I was proud of the student for, you know, taking that instruction and doing exactly what I said. Later, he said, well, I thought that I was down in the trees and I kind of a hedge line of trees, basically, that was clear beyond that. But regardless, you know, sometimes we might have to sacrifice the drone if it came to it. So my thought was come down below the tree line, which a helicopter would typically not go below the tree line, of course. If we have not to hit the trees, well, that's fine. If there were some trees over in that area, well, so be it. I told the owner that I almost had to ditch his drone to avoid a mid-air collision, but he didn't seem too impressed. These were not real crazy expensive drones. They were $2,400 drones, which was you know worth a lot to folks as a small business owner like myself. Now, my old employer had drones that were upwards towards $60,000. While it would be expensive to ditch a drone like that and look pretty bad on a performance review, the same rule does apply. You might have to sacrifice that drone for the sake of safety. If you ever do have to crash a drone for whatever reason, if it's that near midair type situation or what have you, it's best to crash under control. And I know that sounds a little bit funny, uh, but it actually comes from legendary aviator Bob Hoover. Uh, You have to look him up if you're not familiar with that name. Famous World War II pilot. He was famous for the saying, fly all the way through the crash and maintain control as long as you you possibly can will work to your benefit. Along with this is picking alternative landing sites. So make sure you have for emergency situation. You might just have something as simple as a low battery. Maybe you're fighting some wind and you couldn't get back very readily. You need an alternate landing site. Some of those alternate landing sites might be somewhat inhospitable like ditching and water. This is a consideration though for a good alternate landing site if need be. You know you might be sacrificing the drone or, you know, a lot of folks, if they're flying over water a lot, it's a risk you have to evaluate. There are some drones that have flotation type devices. I've seen a DIY one that was made of one of these little foam pool noodles, you know, and that seemed to work pretty well. It's something to keep in mind if you're doing a lot of overwater flying, but that's with a disclaimer if there's too many people, maybe it's a, a beach or something like that or a heavily boated, you know, boating area, it might not be the wisest decision to use that as a emergency landing site. There was a crash of a banner towing operation in Myrtle Beach recently of a man plane. Everybody's probably seen these aircraft that fly down the beach with the big banners behind them. That's that's hard work. A lot of folks use that to build time in the man pilot arena. The fellow had an engine failure and ditched. He did a real good job in the sense he crashed just right out 
outside of kind of where most people would be. So just beyond where a lot of folks would be swimming, it was a good call. And I would say that's a good call as well for drone pilots. Be observant of where people are. Back to this pilot that was the banner tour, well, he fortunately survived. Some of the folks came out there to help him out. The first thing out of his mouth was, was there anybody in the area that he didn't see that he tried to avoid them? Good pilots like that, I'm sure they're always thinking, what if? What would happen if the motor quit? And if you're spending a lot of time over the beach, that's probably a conversation you have quite often. For drones, they say, you know, what if a motor quit? What if you have a flyaway? You have a fire mid-air collision issue? I'll run those through your mind and plan for contingencies. As a sidebar, there are some drones. They're kind of rare. It's pretty expensive, but they put parachutes on them as a safety option. You do need to assess, you know, when are you going to deploy and what implications will that have? So if you deploy over a lot of people, well, it might come down slowly, but it might come into a group of people. That's something to keep in mind, but kind of a rare instance. Most of us folks don't have those kind of systems on our aircraft. If you do have an emergency, you want to be vocal to the people on the ground because it's your responsibility as a remote pilot or a drone pilot to warn folks if there's like an uncontrolled drone emergency. And you also want to incorporate this into your safety briefings. For instance, if you had a flyaway situation, where's the closest towered airspace? You should report that to the tower facility. Uh, TC's rule is don't ever fly over anything you don't want to crash into. I use that rule when I'm flying with folks. Hey, you're going to fly our training drones down over these dense woods. That's probably not a hospitable place, so keep it over the field unless you want to go trumpet through the woods and have a higher statistic chance of losing the drone. Just to recap, drones are just simply tools, and you know we shouldn't have any sort of sentimental or any financial regrets. Make that decision of ditching. Have that safety first mind and be prepared to prioritize safety over the potential loss of your drone. I'm T.C. Freeman, Chief Instructor with the Remote Pilot Association. We have a passion for helping pilots and aspiring drone pilots earn commercial certification through our live, hybrid, or self-study courses. Be sure to go to remotepilotassociation.com to sign up for our free newsletter where drone pilots can find out about our podcasts, blogs, and regulatory information. Until next time, fly safe. Thank you.